0: You're listening to the Evolve Life Podcast. The Evolve Life Podcast are conversations for awakening, a taste of what's possible when we choose to live life at 100%. If you're hungry for personal, powerful change, whether you're an entrepreneur, a health enthusiast, or just looking to level up your life, you've come to the right place. Get ready to start enjoying the unfolding of life to its fullest, to expand from each moment to usher in the experience of heaven on earth. In this podcast, we share deep chats with powerful people whose views will challenge your perspective and bring life and
1: inspiration to your day. Welcome to the Evolved Life Podcast. The defining imagination to create beyond reason. That's the title of today's episode. Be prepared to have your minds blown. I'm so excited to introduce to you Jeremy Lasman, who's the, the real life Willy Wonka. This guy was a SpaceX technologist who moved his mission from looking outward into the sky to looking beyond into the depths of the imagination. And he is on a mission to unite humanity through our universal imagination. And that's his business his soul's work called Imagination Technology. So if you're looking to expand what you believe to be possible, you're going to want to listen to this the whole way through. If you want to be able to leverage that to make quantum leaps in your consciousness and create your heaven on earth, this episode is for you. This, is, this can be brought into the real world. It can be with work, with relationships, with your health, with your spirituality, any facet of your life this stuff can be applied to, it. it's amazing. So I'm really excited to see what we're gonna dive into today. So, here you are, everybody, Jeremy Lasman.
2: But really, at the end of the day, like, let's get as much as we can out of this for each other and, and really hone in. And I'll probably ask you some of the same things that I asked you when we talked previously just in case we're we're showing this to somebody and they have this full scope of the, the conversation where it's coming from. Sure. And so that an outsider coming in can relate to either one of us. So, um, but at the end of the day, this is like, this is for you. This is for me. This is for us to have this conversation more than anything else. More than anything else. Otherwise it's not fun for me. Like me doing it to like, for some goal or some outcome. And that's so 3D, right? Uh, (laughs) So um, I was thinking about maybe kind of just kicking off and maybe you can give me like kind of a background into how you got into this type of spiritual path into the consciousness movement. I don't know if you like grew up religious and walked away from it or you like what that all went to. And then kind of when you had like a, a turning point where started getting all this these downloads and this knowledge and what that process looked like
0: yeah so i was raised uh jewish uh so i went to hebrew school had the bar mitzvah the whole caboodle um and then right after my bar mitzvah i never went back again uh so it was definitely just because my parents told me to do it um Mm -hmm. but i never really had that emotional connection to religion um and just was generally skeptical or agnostic I called it I mean that's the word that really resonated with me like I wanted to believe in something but I didn't I didn't feel it I didn't have that connection to it Um, and then after I graduated college um, and I realized just how monorail blinded I was my whole life uh, of just not going out of my comfort zone not talking to who I wanted to talk to not being social, just being so just get to graduation, and then I can start my life kind of thing. Mm. Um, I started to be like okay let's let's slow down here let 's find out who I am, and all the big questions of of meaning and stuff, and I started seeing a therapist because um, I just think I was just at the edge of my skepticism of life and cynicism really too uh, of of just uh, cynical of spirit i i never had any school spirit i never went to any of the games or all of that stuff growing up i was very much that outcast but also a chameleon like you could never you would never have knew right um and so as i did that i started smoking weed um i may have had a you know a acid experience here and there uh that opened i mean i only did it twice but uh that opened up a lot. I mean, it showed me um, something I didn't understand, but felt incredibly powerful. Um, and that uh, I, I'm the type of one that wants to understand. And so I, I took that and really dove in on on that and that became the start of my spiritual journey. It had started a little bit before it was like a primer and then that experience was like exploded everything. Um, And so then I I started really just journaling and starting to make sense of who I was. And all of a sudden I started to see what my work was as, uh, and this came over a lot of years of iterations and hindsight and all in connections and stuff of, I look at my work as standing on the shoulders of Albert Einstein. So he took mathematics and physics kind of as, as deep as they could go back then. Mm-hmm. But he valued imagination, vision, but just didn't have the, the the world view to be able to take it further. And and it's because, you know, of the times, but he paradigm changed everything with time and space and relativity and, and all of that. Um, and so I look at it like I'm continuing that because I'm taking the imagination further and trying to understand the mechanics of, of what the imagination is and, and trying to bridge the science and spirituality. As many uh, people in the, the, the new age community are, are doing in their own unique ways uh, of, of trying to make that bridge. Um, and one of the big insights I had was I was probably unconsciously doing this since I was strapped into a desk in sixth grade. Uh, and was just bored as hell in school it, it had no interest for me, and I just became that daydreamer and I think I was processing and chugging and 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 figuring shit out without even knowing or being aware of what i was doing so yeah that that 's kind of how I arrived and then figuring out that I had gifts and that I wanted to help people and how do I do that and intuition and and yeah that that 's how I got to become. A mentor, a coach, or whatever label you want to put to it.
2: Yeah, I think um, I know for me, like, there's so many parallels. Like that, I never heard the the terminology to say a monorail kind of trajectory. Um, however, that was very much the same for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I had this is what you're supposed to do. This is what you're supposed to do. And I always would say, like, with blinders on, like, this is this is what success looks like. And for me, that was um, Money, good at some kind of athletic type thing, and beautiful women. Mm. Those are the three things that you have that, you have everything. And, and I was on that, that kind of viewpoint and just like boxed in so much in that way. And, and I did the same thing with religion, although raised Roman Catholic. I got to have the, the Catholic hangover is what I call it because as soon as I had the confirmation, I was like, I'm out. I like, I I got that done, then I wasn't pressured to do all this stuff. And um, I I think that that happens to a lot of people in in that that religion, Um, because there's so many good works um, and the minds of some men, sometimes where I was at least, it's very much different and perverted what actually the message is of Jesus Christ. There's a lot of, um, a lack of a better term, term, maybe, uh, oh, now it's escaping me, but, like it, it's, it's, it's where they're, they're basically telling me one thing and doing something different. Yeah. And that level of authenticity. And it seemed like, oh, I have free will, but I'm going to go to hell if I do whatever I desire. Like, yeah. what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. So, um it was yeah just a lot a lot of that, and i so I had the same thing going through college, and like i didn 't even start really considering who I was until after I had accomplished a lot of that success that was outside of me before I yeah. came back to looking in
0: what was I, the what was the ignition point into your like true spirituality
2: ooh, um so it, it was kind of interesting for me because I was really i had an Unconscious competency around my consciousness, where I wasn't identified with my mind in this time period. I was actually like guided by spirit, doing things by spirit. I didn't know what anxiety was. I didn't know what all these, these things people were experiencing around me. I was just like, this is what I see. This is my truth. And just spoke my truth authentically, no apologies, no fucks giving, until I was about 27 when I dated somebody who, um, who had a lot of anxiety and I was like completely confused for, by it. And um, one of my friends that was close in my life had a lot of anxiety and I'm like, what is going on? And what ended up happening was these, these individuals, I would hear about this and then they would start telling me that I can't say things the way I'm saying it. And I started like, that's when I started judging myself more heavily and started going to sleep and started having these weird veils of illusion. Even though I had had a certain level of awareness, a high level of awareness, but unconsciously was at that level. And then when I got to this high level of success and made a bunch of money and had the beautiful women and was good at my sports and was able to do whatever the fuck I wanted, the ego just went and solidified around me. And for about six years of my life, I did like a nosedive in like just not being, and I didn't even realize I just started falling asleep because I was partying, I was drinking a lot of alcohol, doing drugs, up all night, I had a ton of money. I was like, I didn't even, even like, I didn't identify with my spirit. I actually went from feeling super connected to some higher power that was me and having that awareness to all of a sudden being in this place where I was atheist and was like everything that was explained by science. And so I went for that ride for probably, let's see, probably about five, six years. And what I ended up doing was destroying my friendships, destroying the relationships around me, burning through a ton of cash. My businesses weren't doing what my other business did. It was like everything, I just felt like this enormous pressure. My health went to shit. And all of a sudden, I was like, what is going on? Like, what is going on? I started realizing. And um, this woman, Bet said to me, You know, I find what, um, what I say about others is usually how I feel about myself. And I was like deep into the gossip. I was deep into it, living in South Texas, around a bunch of people that were educated at like the 13 years old level, like ninth grade level. And I was becoming like this grumpy old man that blamed everybody and everything and never looked at myself.
3: Mm. And
2: I was living my hell on earth. And at a certain point, I, I was watching Alex Jones, watching Zeitgeist on repeat, watching suspicious- Oh, deep conspiracies, huh? Oh, I was deep, I was deep. And they're yeah. all beautiful stories, just like all the yeah. stories that I learned in high school. Yeah. Um so at some point I just kind of popped and I was like wait a second and while I was going through those I started watching a video instead on quantum physics because I always was fascinated by quantum physics. And um that led me to um a, a meditation talk and I did the meditation and I was like wait a second there's something to this and I started researching more that way and I started remembering all this stuff that I had learned as a kid, when I read Think and Grow Rich, As a Man Think It, and a dozen other great books that I read as a kid, really installed the programs in me that were competent programs and that were now filtered out when I was at this age. So I started remembering all, I'm like, man, I knew all this stuff. So I started going to agnosticism classes twice a week for two to four hours a night and um, studying that like in a group in in San Antonio and just like taking all this knowledge back and started remembering. So it was was a long process though. I mean, it's been since then about four, five years, five years, yeah, six years now, seven years soon. Whoa, yeah, so, and now it's been, you know, the plant medicines, ayahuasca, San Pedro, uh, Bufo, um, I've done LSD before. I've never had a ride on LSD like people describe. Like it's it's like it doesn't affect me. It's weird.
0: Oh yeah, mine wasn't a. Uh, I mean, yeah, mine wasn't a ride actually. The way I describe it to go along with the the train metaphor is, imagine like you, you imagine this like train track, right? And and there's the train just going along. Imagine just an atom bomb dropping on the center of that thing. And like the past is all the way over there and the future is all the way over there. And me just like, where the hell am I? And Because it destroyed linearity for me. Mm. And, and and all of a sudden, all the doors of perception, the infinite doors of perception are there as choices, but I don't know how to move. I don't know how to, how to even like traverse uh, those options, like the decisions. And, and so I was like, face-to-face with just that existential uh uh, distance from the linear uh you know programming that's how I describe it
2: I, I I love that and I think what's calling to me right now is like I've really switched from this idea of linear thinking of like I'm gonna do this and I'll have this and I'll be this or like setting out like time as a linear process to this this new way of thinking, where it's like exponential, where I'm holding multiple perspectives or multiple paradigms in my awareness at once,
0: nonlinear, and multidimensional.
2: Yes, and 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 I, I I see that in your mind. So when did you start? So that, was that when you started actually doing that, like right after that, that I think
0: I yeah I had read the. I mean, I had been doing therapy for a little bit. I had started reading a couple books on. Uh, I think one of the the first, because I never read growing up. I hated reading. So one of the first books I read was like how to read a book. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it gave like, you know, the first read through is like a skim. You don't do a deep read. You kind of go fast. And then you read it. Like it gave me all those kind of like tips and tricks to, and then I read it. Like there was a book on perfectionism. um, But the first book I read on a spiritual bend was The Power of Now, Mm -hmm. Eckhart Tolle yeah and and so I had done some notes in that, and then it was a few pages in my notebook next where I wrote my experience on on l s d which ended with supercharged presence mm. and that 's really like what I felt it was was it was the that supercharged energy uh that uh just destroys everything that you th- you thought all of the illusions they're just gone um but yeah then, then that really kicked off the like, okay, there's something I need to understand here. there's something that there's a matrix there's you know huge fan of the matrix um and then just going down these like like you these rabbit holes of uh conspiracies and philosophy and spirituality and science personal development, and they're all these like uh rabbit holes with with you know. Law of Attraction and, and Abraham Hicks and uh, all. And then, but for me, I'm like a, a synthesizer. So my notes
3: and my things really were trying to tell my, like, I think one of the
0: quotes is, if you can't like explain something with simplicity, you don't quite understand it yet. Mm-hmm. Or or yes, Einstein, I think had something like that. Um and so my thing was like synthesizing all the complexity for myself because everything that I saw was just like so complex and 10, 12, 14 things like, and I just, I wanted, I was like was ratcheting down and trying to get to the essence of things.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, so how are you on that, that journey of making this all simple?
0: I got to some pretty cool theories uh, that I, I launched my first course. Unfortunately, it's down right now, but I did my first course where I have these theories. Um, the, and at, at a certain point I did my comic book and then I started to get into the online spirituality space, the online coaching and, and spiritual community. And that just took everything into more of a saturated uh, kind of thing. Um, and so it's been about focus and, uh, finding, finding my audience or building my audience, um, -hmm. finding the tribe that wants to listen to my crazy things, um, as you have seen, you know, with the whiteboard and, and, uh, and just, I don't, I don't, I don't like, um, a lot of planning and, and structure. Uh, with how I speak, I like more spontaneous, intuitive, like listening to the the vibe and the desires of, of the audience to really inform what I talk about um, and to do it live uh, and so I have these theories that are really to help people as more and more awaken understand what multi dimensional imagination is uh, because that really became this the synthesis of, of Im- imagination, but also next stage of evolution for humanity, for human mind. Um, and to be able to explain that succinctly of 3D, 4D, 5D, to allow people to grasp what that actually means on a very simple and straightforward level so that they can start to make those quantum leaps, uh, in, and, and all ultimately to help humanity make the, the, the quantum leaps into what I call is the age of passion. And that's going to be my podcast name, uh, which I'm really looking forward to, to launching next year. Um, and I know I'm kind of getting all, I'm all over the place, but it all makes sense. Is it um, always ironic when I'm like,
2: so how would you explain that simply? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Oh, now I just right. gave you 30 things.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um uh, yeah, exactly. Uh but like mm, yeah, I don't know if you really want me to dive like dive into them, the theories, but uh yeah. You want me to give you a Yeah, give a, give me
2: give me an example of one theory and um we'll we'll see how simple we can make it. Okay. I so,
0: I, so as I take people through 3D, 4D, 5D. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 3D. Maybe
2: first, first give, me, give me your quick definition. What is 3D? What is 4D? What is 5D? So I know we're speaking the same language.
0: Yeah. 3, 3D is the third dimension. It is the physical. It is the form. It is the five senses. It is everything that, that you can see that I can see. And we have our subjectivity, but there is that agreement that you see what I see. That is 3D. Okay. 4D, 4D is when we enter the territory of mind, and time. So it is what you see that I cannot see. So you you see your mind, but I cannot see your mind. So that means we've entered a different dimension, which is four D, which I call four D. Again, I'm synthesizing and making a lot of creative connections between science and spirituality. So four D is you have a mind and you have an interaction with images and and the way that you see your tool that I cannot see. You cannot show me it, I can't touch it. So that delineates that is not in the third dimension.
2: Yeah, I'd have to now paint a picture of it and put it into the third dimension or I'd speak it into existence. Yeah, and I can, yeah. We're on the physical plane and then we're talking the mental plane.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Yes uh the lat what was the thing that came up was anyways yes yeah exactly um and uh and and it's an important distinction because our conditioning our programming very much blends 3d and 4d into one experience mm-hmm. and so to understand how mixed they are is a very important tool to your freedom um to to one's freedom um and then Five d is
3: when you make the the jump or the the cross over from
0: physical to metaphysical so the the mind is kind of like the the middle ground of that where it's the the philosophy is 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 the mind, and like you said the mental plane so science is three d Philosophy is 4D, because it deals with a bridge. It is the bridge between science, philosophy is the bridge, and then 5D is spirituality, because it is the jump from time to the metaphysical. And it represents the, the, the line between reality and make-believe.
2: So full imagination, or would you call it the spiritual plane? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the spiritual plane, the soul level. Uh, and it, it, it's very much, I mean, it becomes the infinite because it's all possibilities, but to allow human mind to grasp what that loop is and to go from, understand what mind to imagination, you have to understand where the real unreal divide is and then it it opens up so that that's that's how i describe it yeah
2: perfect perfect i I might actually say instead of unreal maybe beyond reality or um extraordinary
3: Mm
2: -hmm. reality or something because it it, 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 it's very real but it's not in the physical reality yeah Uh, i like to put little distinctions around it because i know that sometimes i'll wrap my head around something and then it kind of doesn't work somewhere else unless I'm really precise with the language. Yeah. I think we're really in 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 very much agreement, though. On, on the yeah. The different and words.
0: yeah, and and with exactly what you said, the it actually that it, what you said is right because it's both because once you enter the territory of going beyond duality, I I call it quadility in my work. Quadility? Uh, uh, quadility. That sounds like because, a dirty word. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's. It's oneness, but from a different angle. So, so, as we go into the spiritual, we get closer to oneness. Mm-hmm. But the reason I say quadility is because once you go higher than the mind, which
3: is duality, good and bad in duality are positive and negative.
0: But once you enter that higher realm, higher perspective, good is both positive and negative as choices, and bad is both positive and negative. So you have to, as I leave room for free will and subjective perception, I use quadility to illustrate that real and unreal, and then unreal and real are, are four different choices around what we're talking about. And I don't know if that makes sense if I don't have my whiteboard to show you, but.
2: <laughs> no, I, I've got it painted in my mind, I think. Right? Yeah. I, can say I think it makes sense, and what, what's, what's coming to my mind is that once I get past the duality, I'm, I'm moving into, well, rather than good or bad, everything becomes great. So God is great, De- great is therefore God, which means all is divine, there is no judgment, of good or bad, it's all divinity that I'm, I'm now in this observational place. The right. moment that I make the judgment of good or bad, I move back into duality. So mm-hmm. um, I'm curious to hear what your, your thoughts are on that in, in this realm of quadility.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yes. It, it's creating space to see the full, scope of possibilities so it's not it, you, it, you what you said is totally right because from a oneness perspective everything is the same all is love and it's all energy mm-hmm. but for the the skeptical mind that i was i needed to to see how it all how free will worked and so to go that route it actually goes from duality which is two choices to to actually four and that leaves room for free will.
2: Okay, so run, run me through it one more time then. This is one of your dis- key distinctions. I wanna make sure I really yeah. grasp.
0: So um, imagine that we're, there. imagine a, uh, an axis, right? Uh, mm-hmm. you see me draw a bunch of axes. Yeah. And so we have the X and the Y. Be- beneath the X axis is the self-conscious lower frequency states. So the, the Y axis represents frequency. So underneath the x-axis, we have all the lower frequency states, and mm-hmm. I call that s- self-conscious. That is the, the old paradigm human perspective of, of being a person. Mm-hmm. And on both of those, on the positive and on the polar, we have good and we have bad. And, and those are
3: both e- on either end of the, of the x-axis, mm-hmm. right? X-axis, yeah. Plus and minus.
0: But once we expand it and once we have introduced self-awareness, which are the higher frequencies, it introduces another type of good and bad because good has a has a choice of either being plus or minus.
2: So at that point, the the moment that I say it's good or bad, it becomes such. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And whereas with the... The lower frequencies, it is such without my say so, it just is because I believe it to be true because someone else believes it to be true or some program was installed to me. Yes. So I have and I, there's I, no I, choice. I
0: think, yeah, yeah. And there's no choice.
2: Yeah, I have no free I actually don't realize I have no free will.
0: Exactly. I might exactly. think I
2: Okay. All right, cool. Cool. Exactly. Oh, yeah. All right. So at the moment that I realize I have a free will, then I can create good or bad as god creating it versus as man having it happen to me
0: exactly exactly
2: and it becomes i happens because of me
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah okay yeah like truth is relative the truth is the truth because i say so mm-hmm. at that level of awareness and that level, at, when, is,
0: yeah self-awareness yeah
2: yeah okay yeah whereas the truth yeah. used to be because i was told so
0: yeah i read it in
2: there's facts yeah. all those facts
0: exactly exactly <laughs> Because like this is all fueled by unrelenting skepticism, and so to address my own skepticism, I had to go and make these discoveries for myself, so that I could actually, because I'm a visual person, so Mm -hmm. that I could actually see visually how free how free will is actually like how to understand it, how to see it, why why it's the case. Otherwise, you don't understand, like you don't see your choices. And so I I see it as a big tool for helping people get free of what they feel stuck in because they don't see choice.
2: Brilliant. So is there a name that that's for the person that's in, in each quadrant that lives in each quadrant for that moment anyway?
0: Um, name, I, I just, I mean, I use self-conscious and self-aware, um, as the, the way to, to label the lower frequency to higher frequency states. Um, and then using real and unreal as the mechanism to switch the, to, how do I say this? To switch the polarities. So that's, that's the first step is, when you are in bad, self-conscious bad, you see no way out of it, and it's just bad. When you introduce the first step of polarity switching, where bad could also be good, or bad can be actually positive—like there could be a gift in your bad—is the—is the way that the, mm-hmm. the spiritual community would say it. it's like, "What's the lesson here?" Yeah. Or what's the gift? How can we see the gift here? That is—that's the first step of introducing
3: what is bad is unreal so what you think is real is the bad and then you polarity flip that to be
0: wait this is unreal so you you see the illusion of it or you see the positivity so it's unreal so that flip is because you uh of the same mechanism uh that a child's suspension of disbelief does so a child's suspension of disbelief make-believe powers can make the unreal real and make the real unreal so movie magic a child thinks it's real uh a ghost they could they they can make it real so it's it's that using utilizing that mechanism to make the hops from self-conscious negative negative to seeing it as as positive but you're still in a lower frequency to hopping over using your self-awareness to heighten your frequency because you see the whole picture
2: i like it i like it and i might to make it really simple in my mind like i would say to people or maybe even when when i am in that bottom left frequency then i might say that i am a victim
3: exactly or I might
2: say that i'm a drone if i'm really in the bottom left like i don't even know what's going unconscious. on unconscious yeah I'm completely out of it and then when i flip over to the next side i may become like a hard worker and then so if i'm on the bottom right i'll be the hard worker then the top left i might be a social justice warrior that's got a level of consciousness that i think i've woken up or i might have woken up to to a certain degree but then i like i'm gonna go save the world because of all these bad things and all these bad people not realizing that my belief is creating it Yes. And then on the top right-hand side, I would be, okay, now I'm, like, self-actualized. I've woken up to my divinity. I am God fucking playing with this whole positive, positive. life.
0: Pure positive. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I, I got chills from that because that is a that is a, a perfect way to use those real-world terms. And I'm going to have to fun, you, I'll utilize it. that at some point because that that's an excellent way to distinct, like, Drone, unconscious to awakening to still seeing the problems to like you said like that's oh I love that I love that man
2: beautiful beautiful yeah. I, I would invite you to check out I made a a consciousness cities of consciousness assessment where it's like ten questions I don't know if you've seen it but it, it like lays out I'm living in dronesville or I'm living in survival city or heavy hills or turning tides for that moment and I'm like this is a practice you could do to get to the next piece
0: yeah
2: it's really it, it's because when I was going through this this journey I had no idea where I was into this this how it, close I was to enlightenment which is an right. interesting thing like the, like the map we all want that map and and that was That's, a way to like create that map
3: yeah
2: in and, and I'm actually having it drawn out and making it like almost like a Tolkien thing so people can yeah. see it um but it relates well, so well to your stuff
0: yeah, if we can like join join powers because my, mine is for the science minds, that hard in science minds that need mm-hmm. to see the logical steps, right? Because using X Y and and again, I creatively ha- I play, I creatively play with mathematics and the way that we understand X Y Z coordinate planes and mm-hmm. duality or polarity, and and I and I really push that for people to understand what the power of the imagination really is. So yeah, I, I love that. Perfect. Oh, do you want to hear the theories for each one? Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, But I mean, because we basically went through it. So 3D, again, about grounding into the body and physical is called the day one theory. And that, it basically is pushing the, like if you only had one day to live, but it's in an experimental way. It's in a very much to to see how much time you're carrying because many people are carrying 30 years, 40 years worth of life in their body. And once you become aware, you realize that that's not you. Yes. And yes. so three, again, it's the first step. So you practice the day one theory. And again, I pose it as theories because it's what, how I would have wanted it. I don't want people to, I didn't want people to tell me like, this is what to believe. I wanted to find it myself.
2: Well, the paradox is none of it's true unless I say so. Exactly. Until I say so. So so yeah, I I love it. Yeah. And everything I'm saying could be complete bullshit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So that's 3D. And then 4D is the blank slate theory. So that is getting you to understand the essence, the teaching of emptiness. That you may think that your mind is full of shit, but it's actually empty. And, and that is a teaching that a lot of spirituality, uh, Muji, uh, there's a lot of teachers that get, point you towards the essential emptiness and not to actually think that it's negative, but to actually embrace it and see why it's true and why it's a tool for freedom. Um, and so you experiment with that theory. Um, and then uh, 5D is the quantum self theory. And that it, that's like what it says is to go into that multi-dimensional uh, 5d beyond and and again, when you spend so much time in the spiritual community, you know people are talking about angels and archangels and uh, I'm, I'm sure you, you've seen a lot of uh, uh, that talk and from where I was I was never even aware and if I did, it would be like, what kind of crazy talk is that? <laughs> but as as you open up, to the quantum self theory and the power of the imagination, every everything is possible. You see why there's space for it all, and, and if someone chooses to believe that there are, uh, you know, robots in the sky or you know, whatever uh, metaphysical kind of uh, mumbo jumbo that people believe, it's it's true for them. And if you're leaving room for your own free will, you leave room for their free will, and and you can see why it's possible and how it's possible.
2: Yeah, I think what happened with me in that is it became a, a question of how does that serve me to take on that belief? So in that idea of having exponential thinking, so I might have a paradigm thinking, these angel people, they're crazy. So I, I, that's the way I'm thinking. And then they come and they share with me, well, when I have these angels around, my confidence is higher. And I feel my body doing da, da 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 and I'm like, hmm, maybe I should take on that belief. And then I got the people that are talking about ancestral stuff, and I'm like, I used to, which I used to really believe, like, deeply, and like, oh, yeah, it's ancestral, I'm just getting rid of this, and my past lives, and, well, there's all oh, now, there's no time, and then I'm, like, looking at this, and I'm like, wait a second, so how does this serve me? Oh, it serves me to be a victim. So I'm not even holding things down for the 30 years or 40 years that I've been li- alive in my body. I'm not holding beliefs about my previous life which is just some story I took on and made it real to myself and it's not, not serving me at all in this moment. So now I'm going to delete that from mine. So it's 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 a it's a really interesting thing because what it comes down to is anybody can believe anything they choose to be true and it becomes true in their in the way I explain it is an infinite number of alternate realities all happening in the now right. so in their alternate reality that they're experiencing from and i'm actually experiencing it through them because i am them not to get too long-winded in it um i know you can hang out with all this so um so i'm actually seeing through their eyes their perspective their experience or reality with this illusion of separation even though i am them then i'm just wondering like how does that serve Them. How does that serve? How would that serve me to take it on? Is that something that empowers me to be greater? But also knowing at the end of the day, all exists. Every single thing already exists. It's just a matter of what am I pulling into my awareness? What what am I bringing forth so that in my now, my alternate reality is is my vision of heaven and earth?
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why if you don't understand the foundational three D, four D. It's going to blow your circuits if you get shown this stuff. If you get, uh, you know, you're not actually shown anything you're not ready for, but sometimes you're going to have the experience of not being ready. And then you get the huge glimpse and you do the drug experience and it blows your circuits. And, and, you know, and also on the flip side, the, the mental illness is actually when all of that stuff is there, but it's just not being channeled down properly through the 4d to the 3d and it's getting stuck uh inside a box or the societal structure it's not properly flowing so it is all like you said it's everything is possible but sometimes when it makes its way down or the one down here is not ready for the up uh or or to fly and you know you get a lot of fear and 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 all that stuff
2: yeah absolutely and i love that you're doing this from a a scientific perspective i used to be very much more like i thought i was gonna be a mathematician at one point like i love numbers and i love science and i love logic and all that stuff and i was like that's part of what drove me insane was my mind became so overdeveloped so or I don't know if it's insane. Insane is probably the wor- wrong word for it because now I'm probably appearing more insane, but inner sanity. <laughs> um, however, like that—that—that's what got me disconnected. Was my mind became so overdeveloped that the spirit couldn't flow through, and uh, that—that kind of solidified my experience. So all the beliefs that I had, everything was coming into me. All this great wisdom, knowledge, and but the beliefs I was having and the lens I was seeing the world through was limiting my experience and therefore I was miserable and creating a a hell on earth for myself and anyone that came around me. Yeah. Even though it was completely unintentional, I just was sleeping to who I was being and everything was unintentional. Everything was unintentional, not realizing that how unintentional I was being. And now like speaking is like my words are laser precision. Like everything I say has a reason behind saying it and it may or may not be what the listener thinks it is yeah what i i can
0: i can, I can feel that too in, in being connected with you right now in this conversation that i i can sense that that power in me right now so I, I that's part of my gift is like being able to mirror the other other's power in a way so yeah i feel that
2: yeah absolutely so you're doing this with uh the, the, the scientific part where i'm like i have no interest in talking about or or building the models i'm down with sharing a little bit however i i'm beyond the 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 um feeling of ever needing to prove anything right so i've stopped using words like because because then i know because when i do i start explaining myself and that is only perpetuating a glimpse of doubt
3: Mm. Mm. as i
2: started now explaining myself with that because it was like oh does he really use it does he stop using that word because now I might do it for context at my will, however usually there's no explanation, it just is,
3: yeah, yeah, that's
0: it take it or leave it, yeah I mean, yeah, like i uh I think the the work has always been to find the the intersection uh you know that like the great minds they they were there, the da Vincis the einsteins uh jobs I think to a certain extent is that intersection between the left brain and the right brain uh you know where they both come together at that central point um that's that's the particle that's the superposition and, and I think that's 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 where the, the hot ground is
2: <laughs> yeah and, and to, de- to attempt to describe it on a, on a physical plane because this yeah. shit ain't real either put it under a microscope (laughs) it's vibration so getting getting into that then becomes like okay now how do we prove this yeah so so um is there like a practice that you do or something you do to to stay tuned in that that really helps you like is there anything specific that yeah
0: um well at a certain point the stuff becomes natural because i'm i was always looking for the essence and not to say that like right now like that i'm con- like that my innate uh personality is always to become better so i am reading a book called the presence process and i'm and it and it has like meditating every m- uh, morning and evening and it's not because i'm lacking anything but it's just because i enjoy New experiences of of myself and to discover new things, um, uh, but when you when you when you listen to enough Muji and I don't know if you've ever listened to Muji before, um, he is very direct, very direct to it, uh, to the truth and to self, capital S self, and. Really, when you understand this stuff at a cellular level, at a quantum level, there's nothing to maintain. It's you're, it's emptiness, and, and your springboard is emptiness, and you are space. So the concept of maintaining something or becoming better at something or, uh, like you said, like a practice of... of accumulating or like that, that's all make-believe. It's all part of the illusion uh, because presence is eternal and it's not, it's changeless. And that's who you are. And if you are with the direct path and you are a samurai with the discipline of, of a samurai to slice any illusion that you see, to get to that essence of emptiness, you see why you see clearly the difference between the state of personhood, as he puts it, self-conscious, and the state of presence, which is awareness. And and that which one are you gonna identify with? And if you're a samurai, you're gonna slice the person every single time. And it's the hardest thing to do because it's so habitual and so conditioned. But once you see what presence is, it is the most effortless, easy
3: thing to do is to be yourself because Everything is you.
2: <laughs> I love it.
3: And that's the
0: cosmic humor. And yeah, so that's my answer to that. I mean, sure when I'm working with clients, I'll give them like mantras and uh affirmation kind of language and use the NLP of like telling them something to say to themselves and uh you know, give do a write this or do this for a few days just to get them in that momentum of direction towards the truth. Um, but once you get it, there, there's nothing to, to hold on to or to like maintain.
2: Yeah. Well, I think um, what keeps ringing in my head is choosing presence, being willing to be that samurai is the now the ritual is just remembering who I am in each. In every moment, and from that, so in the town I might say, being it might be doing the not doing by being yeah. who I am. Yeah, and, I
0: am. and to make that realization that the person choosing presence doesn't even exist.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and <laughs> Muji, I, I'm, I'm actually you were the third third person to bring Muji up to me, and I haven't, I haven't. Any of his stuff, and I kind of so, stopped studying anybody's stuff because I was getting so much channeling through me. Yeah, and stopped reading. Um, and the just information diet, I call it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because it's just like I, I'm getting it. I'm getting. I'm getting the down where I am it. I I can feel anytime I'm looking to to call something into my awareness. It's like boom, pops in. Um. So, but but I I think I think after things come in the third time to my awareness.
0: Same with
2: me. And it's a reminder to like, let me, let me throw on some videos or something. I might fall asleep yeah. through it or whatever, but have it just kind of start.
0: Yeah, watch one of, uh, one, watch one of his uh, satsangs or listen to one of his guided meditations.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If you got one that you think like, or two or whatever, like you think like oh. these are rock stars or if they're all great, then I'll just.
0: Uh, well, he's essentially saying the same thing and everything saying he's always saying the same thing uh so i'll just send you his youtube and you pick one that you're intuitively called to because yeah what you'll you'll get what i'm saying but it's he's he's pointing to the same thing and he's saying the same thing but it's his presence and his truth like the way he speaks truth uh and that he is very much devoid of anything uh egoic uh in a way um it's just uh, I don't know if comforting is the right word. It is, but it, it's it fills you. It's not information, but it fills you with presence energy, and mm-hmm. it's ta- it's mindful and it's it's it fi- fulfills you, fills you, and it, it's you know when when you're when you're not looking just for. A noisy podcast to listen to, and you actually want your brain fed with like beyond information. Like that's that's where I listen to Moochie.
2: Awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, I've got a few things to do tonight. I still got to make some dinner. Yeah, I would like to just give you like a, a moment to just kind of tell people how they can reach out to you. So when I make this to something that's public, then people have a easy way to to. To actually get in touch with you. And um, yeah, so if you maybe could drop in some of that stuff, that would be yeah. great. Yeah,
0: so um, easiest way to get direct contact is uh, Facebook.com slash LASMAN, L A S M A N. You can visit my website and there's email and stuff there Jeremy, J E R E M Y, L A S M A N.com. Uh, but Facebook is the quickest way. Uh, shoot me a DM. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram uh jeremy a lastman uh if you want to find me there um yeah and, and yeah th- th- that's how they can get in contact with me
2: perfect and is there anything you want did you was there anything you wanted to like ask me before i jump off or anything you wanted to add into the conversation i really really enjoyed this by the way i really really appreciate
3: yeah
0: uh, having this
2: kind of level of conversation it's very rare that i get yeah, to talk that,
0: that, like that that. Flew, flew by quantum time man yeah um, is there anything else? No, man. I, I want to do this again because that was amazing. Um, and see if there's any collaboration or anything that we could continue to do. I I, I want to be involved with what you're doing and uh, share with you what I think I already did uh, with my vision. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's keep the lines open and uh, and maybe I can have you on in, in my podcast when I start it. Yeah, I, I would I would love that and.
2: I, I think um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make these types of conversations. I got a few people in this circle of mine like, that I'm going to make these conversations more often. So I'm having them. Because to speak, at, honestly speaking at this level, like, I don't know anybody in Miami I can have a conversation like this with besides my girl. And she comes at it from a totally different angle, um, certainly not like the scientific side. She's yeah. got an artsy drama type background. So she's got a whole nother dimension. And at some point, I think I'll you know, bring everybody together and we'll have like some kind of crazy mishmash of this stuff. Yeah, uh, I,
0: I want her on my show as well. Because okay. my my show is going to be all about, um, it's called The Age of Passion. It's going to be all about craft. Mm. So again, that line between reality and make-believe and and where that razor's edge is uh between the real and the dream uh and where that magic craft of of someone's talent ability drama like acting where it all comes from and how do you hone it how do you make it better how do you like that's those are the conversations that
2: i want to have oh i i love it because that, that's one of the things that she's brought to my life there's so many of them but now like her and i get into fake arguments <laughs> if We were in the dramatic relationship that we were in previously, like
0: yeah, or oh, full you know. self awareness yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: and like somebody will say it's sunny, and then they will be like, Who the fuck is sunny, and then there'll be a whole little skit, and we'll we'll be in the grocery store, everybody's looking at us, and we're like throwing stuff at each other, just playing along. it's it's hysterical, um, oh my gosh that's yeah, funny. so she's she yeah, she's just in, incredible, so we'll definitely uh, when that's time we'll we'll yeah. Break it on and,
0: I don't, I, you gotta send, can I get in your group or is it a paid group or? Are you not in the Living and Involved Life group? I don't think so.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll add you in if you're not already. I'm pretty sure that you are, or I'll send you the link to it if you already okay. are.
0: Maybe um, I just haven't seen the updates, but yeah, I want in on that so I can uh, share my stuff and, and uh, have conversations with people.
2: Yeah, I, I, I would, would love that. We're speaking so much the same language, just from different angles and, um, I think that that up leveling to the five D the more voices that are saying it from their angle that people are going to just automatically jump up. Yeah. Uh, then that'd be great. Um, I'm going to do a one hour master class for setting up 2019 as the ultimate year. Um, so I'd love to have you come join me and and, and take part in that and see what that's all about. So I'll let you know that the dates I just started, I was writing that before yeah. I, uh, I jumped on with you. I think that you'll yeah. enjoy
0: it. I think I'm getting ready to launch a mastermind myself, uh, like a low barrier to entry, but I think that's, that's my next thing right now.
2: Perfect. Yeah, well, I'm not doing a master, mastermind. It's like I'm basically what I'm doing is I've created this manifesto pretty much every year. Every year that I've created greatness, I create this manifesto and I write these things out, like what my vision is my storyline around it, and then I have practices around it to make sure that I'm calling it in from an energetic place. And then the doing does happen, but it's more of the Taoist way, like it's where now I'm compelled to do this because it's my vision pulling me towards it. Can I ask
0: you one last question before we hop off? Yeah. What is your position in civilization at your at your like height of like power, like, you know, you're, you're moving along towards something, you're setting up these awesome facilities in Costa Rica, and you've got, you are great. What, what is, where do you see yourself in terms of like, when you get more notoriety and visibility and acclaim and, and audiences and stages, like what, what is your, what are you trying to shape here?
2: Like, so, um, excellent question. And, and if, if
0: you, if, if you didn't want to save that for a future combo, that's fine. I, I know, but
2: no, if, no, I, I, I think it's great. It's, it's causing, causing me to think on how I would explain this. Cause nobody asked me this. Right. So, um, I used to look at all kinds of titles like King or yeah. something like that. Or cause I'm building a kingdom. I'm building an empire. Um, and I'm thinking, what really com- comes back to me? One thing I'm doing is I'm actually pushing myself more out of the public eye. I was doing more speaking events and I was having more notoriety. And I was, when I had my racetrack in Texas, I would do live feeds and I have 10,000 people on it. Like I'd have people drive six hours just to come shake my hand, and that was my my ego, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, get all these people like me and. Yeah. So I had to do all that. Like, there was a day where I, and it wasn't from an egoic place, but I, I I, slapped high five with, like, 250 people in a row after this run that we did, and I just stood out there, boom, and my hand was purple the next day. So I'm actually moving myself to a position where I'm, like, invisible. Wow. Than anything else. Like, the yeah. idea is... Above Life, I'm creating collections of things that can help people to um, raise their awareness. So, like, with this, this yeah. Heaven on Earth manifesto that I'm creating, I'm, I don't have my, my name on the title of it.
0: Wow. Interesting.
2: So so I'd rather – I'm more of a coordinator of bringing great people together to go out and exercise and create stuff in different areas. And I'd rather yeah. be – an advisor, maybe an advisory role. I don't know if the advisor is the right word for it. Yeah. The truth is like being behind a, a, a computer, doing conversations like this, all good. I like this. Sitting there doing the live feeds and stuff like that. Like if I'm compelled to do it, sure, I'm down to do it. But to make that my way of being, uh, uh-uh. yeah. I'd much rather just sit with my girl, stare in her eyes and fall into love with her. I'd, I'd rather go out and surf. I'd rather go out and hike. I'd rather go out and whitewater raft. Like yeah. just live and enjoy my life. However, I I I got the message that this is what I'm supposed to do. Like I love where I live. Like I like literally I'm living on top of a fucking hotel, a, a wellness resort, <laughs> not just a hotel. I've got doctors here. I've got 20 classes to choose from every day. The ocean's right there. Like so. I didn't want to leave this, but I got the message, go, do this. You're building the temple of illumination. You're bringing people together and you're, you're spreading from there. Um, and I'd rather sit in that space or emptiness and radiate intentionally the divine love that's in my heart out to the world and change it that way. Yeah. Do it from a stage. Makes sense. That's cool. So, I don't know what that, What what's that? What, what position is that?
0: I Well, no, I think that uh, that answers my question. Cause so for me, my soul fanatics was really around shame and invisibility. And so I was invisible growing up and that was my that was my superpower that was my like way of of like getting through and a talent and so mine has really become coming into visibility coming into visibility and and like quote unquote struggling to find an audience i mean i have i'm building it slowly but surely of course but like that, that, that challenge of being, becoming visible and having people see me has been my soul theme.
2: Beautiful so one of the things that that i 'm really good at doing is introducing people to people so and that part is fun for me, like bringing the people together, giving a little direction and here's the audience and here is your next speaker like i did the MC thing at the last event it was that was a lot more fun than my speaking part even though my speaking part was very necessary for the stage of consciousness the individuals were at because they're very 3d and think they're 5d and i'm like (laughs) no there is no other like you are creating your experience like (laughs) so it's, it's it's it was a very interesting group um not all of them but the majority of them so it was important for me to speak at it. Um, however, it's all people that are in this space and leaders in in transformational work. Yeah. So with that, fine. I'll, that's my that could be my audience in some cases. But the, the reality is, I prefer and I enjoy more introducing people and sending people in the direction. So, yeah. um, so there might there might be a link there for us.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. I want to be the the Wonka tesla inventor so and i'm down to speaking stuff too but that that's that's ultimately the space that i want to create
2: beautiful beautiful so yeah. how do i see your comic book
0: oh uh www.maniacomic.com and hopefully it's still up or you can go to facebook.com slash Perfect. Oh yeah, and I also want that French. I want to get money to make movies and create the next Marvel.
2: I love it. Yeah, I'll take I'll take a look at this. Well, perfect. Thank you so much for your time. It was really a pleasure and honor speaking with you, brother. I yes. really appreciate it. Um, we'll definitely do it was this. And do you have any ideas pop up? And you're like, hey man, I'd love to bounce this idea off you, or I'm thinking about this, or I'd like the perspective on this. Like, please, 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 please reach out. And um, yeah, I love to hear. What's, stay in touch and see what's going on with you.
0: I will. You're gonna get tired of me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll let you know if I do. All right. <laughs> I listen. might not. I might be careful what I say, though. I might speak into existence. Boom. Boom. <laughs> All right, brother. You have a great day.
0: You too. Bye.
2: Hey, Ian Gray here, the creator of Evolved Life. I'm excited to listen to this episode in its entirety. If you liked this episode, please drop it a five star review and tell us what you enjoyed about it. Living an evolved life includes surrounding yourself with a dynamic community of individuals. Be sure to check out our Facebook group, My Evolved Life. For those of you ready to make quantum leaps, pick up a copy of the blueprint that brings in your heaven on earth on Amazon.com. If you'd like to schedule a discovery call with me or we'll feel you'd be an excellent guest in this podcast, check out EvolveLife.com for details. Until then, enjoy your Heaven on Earth.